Hey, on today's episode, I invite Aaron McLeod and we have a chat about his new single that is just released on Spotify, but also we have a chat about the creative process involved in writing and producing a song and a bit of his journey and what got him inspired in starting down this path of music production. I hope you enjoy it. And if you haven't already, I would love and it would be amazing if you could please leave a review on wherever you're listening to this podcast episode from Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else. Again, thank you for being here. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, Aaron, how's it going? Terrible. I wish I was home sleeping right now. Hard to find good talent these days. Are we keeping this? No. Hundred percent keep this. Um, dude, can, you caught me off guard. I'm not even really. Can, can you like? But everyone in your podcast is like, oh, I'm so good. Just be honest. Just what be honest. Um. All right. Okay. Let's. Uh, no, well, you, you gotta. Yourself, you gotta yourself. keep this in because this is good con. This is good content. All right, how's it going, Aaron? Dude, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. 100%. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That's too scripted. I appreciate you coming to my podcast, Aaron McLeod. I like your fit. I know most people can't see it right now, but it looks good. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me, considering I just slapped it on like any random clothes. I'll have to get a photo of it. I like your fit. It reminds me of something... My granddad would wear. That's my style. Grandpa. Um, thanks. Sakuru, Elisha. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. No, that's all right. Thanks for coming on the podcast. So, there'll be a few people out there who know who, who you are, but there may be lots of people listening to this <laughs> that have no idea who you are. So, Aaron McLeod, who are you? Not mentioning what you do yet, just who is Aaron? Who is Aaron? I'm a child of Jesus. That's it. What else do you want me to say to that? Who are you as a person? Who am I as a person? I feel like I am very out there, but my battery will drain quickly. And then I get another random spurt of energy again. And then I'm ready to like terrorize people socially. It's, it's It's a weird dynamic because when I'm like around my friends... I am like loud, but when I'm by myself, I'm like, I feel super introverted and yeah. really quiet. I don't know if you feel like that when you're like, when you're going to the supermarket and you're just going through like Woolies and you're looking for something. When I'm going to the supermarket at Woolies, I avoid people. So I'm a very social person normally, but if I'm at the supermarket, I don't want to talk to people. Like I will put in earphones goal. and try to avoid Bumping into people I know. <laughs> or I'll have earphones in so I can smile and wave and ear- keep walking. Put in earplugs. Yeah. Just so you don't have to hear anyone. On that note, actually, this is a bit random, but um, have you ever faked a phone call to avoid talking to someone in public? I actually haven't. I don't think I ever have. It's good to know. But You're I'm- a better person than I am. <laughs> but I'm always, like, looking down on my phone, like, nerd neck total thing going on. Yeah. If you... Listeners, don't know what nerd neck is. Just point your head as far as you can forwards and point your chin as well and just hold it. That feels Elisha weird. Elisha looks amazing when he does it. Um, 
Yeah, so I wanted to invite you on here to have a chat about a few things going on in your life um, and have a chat about creativity. Like a therapy session? And I purpose. Um, that that depends. <laughs> depends how deep we're going to go. We'll, I am we'll not see. a licensed therapist. I'm sorry. Um, but how, however... Oh, thank God for editing. No, we're keeping that in. <laughs> no, just the awkward silence part. Welcome back. We will we'll be with you after this ad break. Did we tell you about our sponsor from Nivea Men? New shaving cream. They'll get your skin extra smooth and silky. Your wife will thank you. <laughs> Do you um, like- our other sponsors are IKEA for the plant on the table. Um, and Factory for and these smiley face Drew cups that we're drinking House. out of. Factory. Shout out Justin Factory. <laughs> Look at his... Elisha, if you don't know, viewers, listeners, whatever y'all is, he has a smiley face nail painting right now. Smile it's face very, is everywhere. It's very nice. I love it a lot. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous that I don't have one, but it's mm. my own doing. So, Aaron, what do you do now? What do you do as a job, um, first of all? As a job? I feed kids and walk them from a school to a building next to the school. That's pretty much it. And in more technical terms, what is that called? (laughs) technical I'm an after school hours care educator currently. I technically like I'm still employed as a teacher aide, as a casual teacher aide, but I haven't got work in so long. And like the working hours with after school hours care doesn't really it's like hard to yeah hard to do both my, my yeah. schedule's kind of like flip now that i only do after school hours care and you're studying teaching last year why did i question that last is it, year is it my last year yeah is it no wait no dude, i don't know when i finish uni someone please tell me <laughs> well you're studying teaching um but what are you most passionate about um so what I'm most passionate about, um, I would definitely say the creative aspects of my life. I feel like if I, if I'm not in my, if it's been like a few days since I haven't been in my bedroom studio, well, it's not a bedroom studio anymore. It just studio. If yeah, I haven't been yeah. in it doing some kind of creative work, I'm like, I'm getting itchy skin, like bugs under my, <laughs> bugs under my, no, I, I just, yeah, I crave yeah. like I crave it. It's something that I can't go without. Sounds like an addiction. It is. Creativity is an addiction. One like, of the I, best kinds. Mm. It's my favorite addiction. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so on talking about the creators, creative sphere of things and music, um, you sing, you play guitar, play keyboards. Any other instruments? All the keyboards. All the, all Any the keyboard. Keyboards. You, if you want me to play your keyboard at home, I'll play it. <laughs> and um, you also have been doing quite a bit of music production yes, more recently. So I would like to touch on that. So where did that journey start with music and oh, music dude. production? Um, so long story short, I was a kid in grade eleven. I, I felt like. I felt a call of God on my life in some, like for ministry in some aspect. I I thought it was going to look like me being in a pastoral role. It still might. But anyway, I was at a conference and God gave me a word. And this was the word, put this in quotation marks. 
you will write songs one day that the world will hear. And I was like, far out. That sounds way too big for a little dude, like a little 5'8 dude like me. From I old felt, country town, Bundaberg. Yeah, exactly. I felt, I was like, okay, sick. Like I had no desire to write songs or anything. Like I had grown up playing instruments and it always felt like music was something that I really like gravitated towards naturally. Like I just felt naturally like I was very good at it. And but I never thought like I would do anything with it. And then I got that word of word over my life and I was like, right, I, I got out of the, we, we finished the conference and I told the youth pastor at the time and they said, right, they looked me dead in the eyes, like death stared me as I'm telling them this, this vision, this dream, this new dream over my life that I didn't even know if I was going to pursue or not. And they were like, what are you going to do about it? And I'm like, um, and then that's when it all began. From there, I started buying like equipment. I got a microphone. I like just God opened so many door, like door after door after door to allow this to happen. Like my, um, Ben, shout out Ben Miller, amazing man. He gave me a copy of his Ableton Live 9 standard version. And I started using that. And then I moved on to pirating software yeah, and plugins <laughs> and stuff like that. Ooh. And then I got my laptop full of viruses and I had to get a new one and I learned my lesson. And now everything I own is 100% natural and I paid for all of it because I was allowed like a lot of student discounts, student discounts and stuff like that with my degree. But long story short, um, God opened so many doors and it's been a very long process of learn. Like there's the skill gap with music production is so high. Like yeah. even, even the top producers, they're still learning new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I've just been learning nonstop for the past four years now. And yeah. So that's really cool. So that's sort of like that moment where you're at that conference there and someone spoke into your life was like, um, sort of the, the spark of this, the spark 100%. of a dream, the, yeah. the start of something new. It ignited my dream. This is the start. I can't sing. What's that? Neither song? can I. Of something new. Um, I'm going to cut that out. Um, <laughs> no, you know, the high, high school musical. You need to keep that in there. High school musical. Yeah, I know high school musical. I'm just going to add this add this sound in there. You don't know high school musical. <laughs> I, I said I know it. <laughs> Your face was like, nah. <laughs> hey, I watched it like a year ago. I just can't remember... I remember, I, I do remember something from High School Musical as a, like, I play basketball as a hobby and anytime I see a basketball scene in a movie, I cringe because of the <laughs> choreography for Troy Bolton. But it's viral, like, everyone knows it. Yeah, because all of the little teenage girls, well, they're, they're probably like adults now, but that's yeah. why there's a, you know, 50% of the population a female and apparently they're all teenagers who like Haskell Musical. Okay. I did not and know Elash that. And Elash is one of them. Um, no, I enjoyed Haskell Musical at the time. Um, but yeah, jumping back, you're yeah, talking about the start of something new, the spark, the spark that started this dream. Um, where are you at now for, since that point? That was four years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I 
for years I wrestled with not feeling good enough because my I feel like my taste for what sounded what I thought sounded good developed a lot faster than what I was able to actually produce skills wise. So this year has really been only the first year that I've actually felt like I was good enough to start releasing stuff because like I don't have a record label or anything like that. Like I have to produce it from scratch, like write the lyrics for a song and mix it myself. And there's a lot that goes into it. But what was your question again? So what are you doing now with music? So I feel like now I'm at a level where I don't really have to think too much about, oh, like, is this good enough? Is my quality enough? Now it's literally just about trying to finish finish as much music as I can and start releasing it and trying to promote it. Like, that's my, I guess, goal for my own personal music. Yeah. But I'm also part of, so for our youth group at Relevate, we're writing songs as well, which you'd know because you go to our youth group. Shout out to Relevate Youth. Relevate Youth Gang. Grade 7 to 12 in Bund- right. Bundaberg, Queensland. We out here on a Friday night. But yeah, so you were saying before about your taste um, when you first started, your taste sort of like um, increased a lot faster than you thought. My powers doubled. <laughs> so now, um, would you say that your skill level has caught up quite a bit with that now? 100%. Yeah. That's awesome because I know like in most creative fields and stuff, yeah, when you start doing something, um, what you start, like your skill level might be very low, but your taste can be like all the way over here. I'll put a graphic um, yeah. in the video and on Instagram. So, it takes a while for your skill level to develop up to where your taste is. I definitely feel that. Um, but yeah, that's cool. So, with your music, with your production... Um, what, why why are you doing it? Like, what is your big why? What pushes you at the moment when it comes to music, when it comes to cre- creating songs, writing lyrics? Why? Wow, that's a deep question. I think it started with I wanted to be obedient to God and now I just want to be rich and famous. <laughs> to- complete total drama <laughs> island vibes over here. <laughs> No, it's um, I it started with I just wanted to be obedient to the call of God on my life, and like as the more I did it, it just made complete sense to go down this route. And I think more recently, I well, music to me, I know, like it throughout all of my hardest times in life, music has been one of the biggest things that's helped me. Yeah, and yeah. if I could be that for someone else. Uh, that would mean the world to me to have, even if it's just one person, to have them say, hey, Aaron, I, I am the way I am today or I am where I am right now because of the music that, like, your music touched my life or your music saved my life or whatever. Or this like, song got me out of a really hard yeah, place. Yeah, like, or... I think that's amazing. And yeah. us as humans, we can build, we put up so many different walls and, I guess, defensive mechanisms to stop people from getting in but music's one of those things where it can kind of just like enter our hearts uninvited. Yeah. It it just like kicks the door down and comes straight in. No, that's cool. And yeah, we've, I think we've chatted about it before about how like you're literally speaking words into people, over people's life and into their life through music. Um, And like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Uh, You can like, 
create a song that anyone around the world could listen to. Yeah, I know, right? Like the yeah. the influence there is so big, and it's a massive responsibility. But like, I I really don't want to dream little with yeah. it. Like the yeah. word of God over my life was, "You write songs one day that the world will hear." To me, that sounds like really large scale kind of thing. Even though I guess I think it's technic the words already technically come true because like my first single that I released like three weeks ago. Congratulations by the way. Three weeks ago. First single on Spotify, everyone. Yeah. We'll put the link in the description. Oh will you? Thanks. Thanks for the shout out, dude. <laughs> Appreciate it. But yeah. Um I think I have like at least one listener from a lot of different countries. Yeah. That's nice. cool. That's exciting. Like it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's all the early stages, yeah. the beginnings of it. Um, one thing that I do admire is the fact that, you know, you've had it, you had the dream, you had that spark, you had that des- initial desire um, and you've put in the effort and you've put in the time, like there's still a long way to go and, you know, you're still early yeah. stages in the journey, but you put in the effort to start working out what skills you needed to develop, working out how that dream could actually come to fruition and come to life. I think a lot of times um, people can get a dream or get this big vision for something and then that's it. That's all it ever is. Yeah. Um, and I, like one thing I've been saying in a few conversations is that I don't just want to be a dream- dreamer. Like I want to be, this might sound corny, but I want to be a dream maker. Like I want to actually build a dream builder. Actually, I want to actually work on those things so that they come to life. Yeah, um, for sure. Because a dream, you know, in a dream in our minds... A dream in our head that never comes to fruition, never helps anyone, never makes a difference, never does anything. Yeah, exactly. It's like the analogy of, you know, planting a seed in the ground. If you just hold on to that seed and you never plant it. <laughs> I got a, I got a word. Yeah. You're just holding it in your hand and you never let it go. You never plant it. Yeah. And it never is able to grow, to flourish um, and to give fruit for you and for others. Um, and that's one thing I like, you know, I think we all have you know, a unique place in life. We all have different skills and different talents and different passions and different interests. Um, but I think 100%. we all, yeah. Um, and I think we all have something of worth to present, to give to the people around us, to give to the world around us that can make a difference. Yeah, 100%. Um, can I, um, on that question yeah. that you had, also like my focus is also more shift towards making music for like church and our youth group because... Um, while I don't know there's just something about like in congregational songs you're putting faith statements into the mouths of people and my goal for this year is to produce an album like from our like out of out of our youth group this album is birthed and there's a lot of songwriters that are involved in it but I guess like I um I'm the producer, so I, like I did the production and whatever for the songs, but I guess I never really thought that it would be, like from what I've seen so far, I'm blown away by the impact that the songs that we're, we haven't even finished writing yet could have on people. Like um, we did a writing session a few weeks ago and one of my friends sent like a reaction from the demo that I posted in the group chat, like from their friend in another town. And this person had literally like been crying, like when they heard this song. Wow. And like, just like I heard their shaky voice because they they sent through some voice memos to this person. 
like this person's voice is all shaky and like God had touched this person through that song. How did you feel in that, in that moment? I, my jaw like hit the ground because I don't know how to say this literally like the heart. I think half of the reason why I also stuck with making music for over four years is because I found so much enjoyment in it. Yeah. It's been so fun. And like, I never really planned out, right. This year I'm going to learn this next year. I'm going to learn this. It's just been a very organic process of just writing, 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 like writing lyrics, learning new production stuff. And like over time, I've just organically improved to the point where I guess like I only had the realization very recently that this is actually going to be something so big and important and significant and it's going to impact so many lives. And I got to be a part of it and God used like a nobody like me, I'm just blown away and I can't take any glory for it because I feel like if I never got that word in the first place, yeah. I'd never wouldn't even be here. And without yeah. the right people that God brought into my life around me, yeah. I wouldn't be here. But yeah, this girl was crying after like they heard the song and I was just blown away. And I think moments like that, they help would help continue, you know, the drive and help you on the days. Oh, when, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because there's been a lot of days like that too. That's the days that people don't see. Yeah. When you like, you hit those um, blocks or you hit those, you know, you just, I don't know. Yeah. What is it like for you? Those what, days? Hitting writer's blocks? Yeah. Well, I think it's very important for everyone to understand that in, in like the, the business of songwriting, you will 100% write infinitely more terrible songs yep. than you do good songs even if you're a really good songwriter like if you flick open like twitch and you if you watch a twitch twitch if you watch a twitch oh my gosh <laughs> if you watch a, if you would do if you are do if you watch a twitch stream of like ian Kirkpatrick, right he's the producer for like one of the producers for justin bieber he, he's done like a lot of dual leaper stuff yeah world-class producer right like billions of streams behind his name yeah if you watch him just twitch streaming making random songs a lot of them aren't really that good but it's always like well for me personally a lot of the time i'll go through four different ideas before I find one that I actually really like and I'll flesh out further and try and write lyrics to. It's yeah, almost like yeah. you're just you're just having fun, but you're also just throwing mud at the wall and hopefully yeah. like one piece will stick and then you work you work on that. Other times though, like I might write something that I really like the first time. It all just depends. Some songs really feel like just a gift. Yeah. That you've been yeah. given. Um, I definitely resonate with that because, like, I do a lot of writing um, and um, currently working on two different books, but there's sometimes I can sit down and I could write out 2,000 words in just, like, easy, just, like, nonstop, um, no issue, just write it out, and I just get inspired by this topic that I'm writing on or something. Um, and then other times I could sit down and not know what to write, but I've yeah. heard I've heard a few, different other, a few different people talk about writer's block and... I think most of the time, it's not so I much... I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. Say it. Say it. It's not so much that we don't have anything to write. 
It's more the fact um, of either our ego or perfectionism mm. of we want to write the perfect I thing. I resonate with that so hard. Yeah, or the best thing, the first yeah. go round. Mm. Because writer's block isn't a thing when yeah. you're just starting out, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you're just happy to make crap. Yeah, you can but as you, write anything. But as you get better and as your taste develops, then you're a lot more particular about what... And like, you could get hung up on one little thing for ages. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Um, so, I would love to, in another episode, go a bit deeper um, in the creative process. We're not We're finished done. yet. Not oh. finished yet. But I feel like this... I feel like you'll need a bit of time to chat about this. But the creative process of actually writing a song from, like you know, coming up with the lyrics to just a bit of the overview of the production. It's not a very, honestly, it's really not that complicated. Yeah. Like to, to produce like the bare bones and lyrics and stuff, legit, just pull up rhyme zone on (laughs) Google and just start rhyming away. Google what rhymes with love and then... So, yeah, ready? Let's do it. We'll write a song right All now. Right. We're opening the, up rhymezone.com. What word are we going to type in? Type in mum. Mum. Oh, my gosh. What am I doing? <laughs> mum. Right, mum, shout out to you. This song's for you. Um, Every time I think about my mum, my heart is beating like a drum. I'm feeling pretty numb. No. Every time I felt numb, the world made me feel dumb. My mum would cook me a plum. <laughs> And it, like it just flows, you know. Oh, that's cool. My mum was a natural green thumb. She also had a lot of breadcrumbs, and she also hit the bass drum, and that's where I learned how to make a hard drop from my mum's bass drum, <laughs> and also watching Skrillex. That is that's cool. That's creative. So, um, when it comes to lyrics, so like what, what's the next step in the process? Because, oh, like the way. The way that I approach lyrics is I really want to convey a feeling the best way I can. And like the way that I approach songwriting is I take a lot of different aspects of things that I've been through in my life and I'll encompass it in a feeling and I'll just draw from every different experience that I've had in my life or I know of other people who have had an experience which would make them feel a certain way and yeah. draw from all those inspirations, I guess. But as far as like practically writing lyrics, I'm very, I'm very big on if my vowels aren't rhyming, like if the lyrics aren't, don't flow well and the rhyming isn't good in it, then instant, like if I'm listening to a song and there's no really, there's no real like rhyming or anything. I instantly think like, oh, well, like this is lazy songwriting. Yeah. Not that you have to rhyme every single thing perfectly like what we did before because that can be cringe. Yeah. If, especially when there's only a finite combination of yeah. lyrics because you'll hear a lot of, the more you listen to music, the more you hear overlap. Like I think I've heard heart rhymed with a part like so many times. Yeah. Now. Like, yeah. Oh my heart, I'm breaking apart. Whatever, like yeah. I've heard stuff like that so many times. Starts to lack like u- uniqueness. Yeah, exactly. And you don't really have to. Words don't have to fully rhyme. It can just be vowels. Yeah. So like, can I think of an example? Like orange and door hinge. I guess that's kind of the same thing. 
RH to OH. But like, or, I, I don't know. Like, you just as long as vowels, like dove and, let's say like dove and, <laughs> dove and mum, they both have an O oh yeah. vowel in them. So, they're not fully rhyming, but you could get away with that. And that opens up the floor a lot with lyric writing because you don't have to get... I haven't thought about that before. That's, as long yeah. as the vowels, right? Like if you listen to lyrics, vowels will often rhyme. Yeah, yeah. They'll have the same vowel. And even better, if you have vowels rhyming throughout like the first verse and the verse under that, it's like through the whole thing. What's that song recently by the Chainsmokers? I went like the lyrics, the start of iPad is like, I went through your iPad looking for something that I used to have. So iPad have, but they have yeah, the same A vowel, a, so that yeah. flows there. Guess I finally lost my mind. And then, oh, what's the next verse? Can we pull up the lyrics? What's for that? the song called? iPad Chainsmokers. You can cut some of this, and we can go. I can restart it. iPad Chainsmokers lyrics. If you look at their lyrics, and so many songs do this, but I go through your iPad. Looking for something that I used to have. It's right there. Guess I finally lost my mind. I wish I could take... See that A vowel? I, oh, no. Different. Back is the same vowel. Yeah. iPad. Have. Back. back. Go back. Place we met. Start this up a second time. And then they rhymed. That They not only rhymed the endings of both verses. So, they rhymed mind with time. Same vowels. I vowel. They have like three different R. Uh, vowels rhyming throughout the flow of the verses yeah and that adds for a very good like cohesive sounding meaningful lyrics kind of thing okay you're living in a past life 25 all your friends are verified yeah we can pull it up there yeah that's cool <laughs> but that's, that's the only example i could think of yeah no that's awesome thanks for the example and, um yeah and then you just add like pop Pop songs, all pop songs are just like chords. So, most pop songs are just a four chord one. Taylor Swift. Yep. So, I will, I always start with either guitar or a piano and I'll just try different stuff or like a synth Yeah. And I'll just yeah. play a chord progression. Then I normally add percussion, like some snaps and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then I just flesh it out from there. That's really cool. And you do all that through Ableton. Yes. It's a music production. Shout out Ableton. But if you <laughs> if you use Logic Pro, that's okay. If you use FL Studio, you need to leave. <laughs> Unless you're a beat maker, then it makes sense for you. Yeah, so it's cool to get some insight into <laughs> into the process behind writing a song. That's awesome. We might have to do a um, YouTube video one time where we like make up a song on the spot based off of words <laughs> that people send in or something. Dude, that would be so much fun. <laughs> I would love to do that. We should. One of the questions that I'm trying to ask everyone is what does creativity mean to you? So, obviously, you know, there's a lot of creative elements and the whole process of writing music and creating music and all of that is a very creative. But what does creativity mean to you? Like, what do you think of? I think creativity is just, uh, I don't know if spontaneous is the right word. It can be, but it's just like expression, a unique expression of who we are as individuals. Yeah. And it's definitely like, I feel like a God-given thing where, but I, I also feel like everyone has it 
to some capacity. Everyone has, yeah, the ability to like be creative. Yeah, to create yeah, something to unique. To create something unique. Yeah. I um I haven't really thought a whole lot about what creativity means to me. I guess it's actually no, I I've, I just thought of something. Creativity is like complete freedom where I can create whatever my mind is like thinking. I can innov- be innovative and create new things that the world has like never yeah. heard of before. And there's always, because it, because we have cer- certain tastes, yeah. there'll always be elements of other things that we like. But we're creating something unique and it draws from different elements, but it's like an, kind of our own expression of yeah. something. Something that's inspired like, us. Yeah, and it just feels, it's like so freeing. Yeah, yeah. Because the possibilities are so like endless. Yeah, I love that. Um, How you said creativity is freedom. Like we could get real technical in terms of creativity and talk about how sometimes it's good to have constraints and, you know, parameters to work within. But at its very core, the ability to just create anything, to make something new. And that, that could literally be like woodwork, like making a table, oh, building. Sure. We've, we've made a table before <laughs> out of pallets. Yeah, before I was in on music, I was actually a part-time table maker with a life For two days. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the ability to create content, so like digital content, music, um, writing, like anything like YouTube videos. Yeah. A lot of creativity in there. Um, and I space. think that is incredible and that we can take something that we've been inspired from, something that we're passionate about or something that we love, turn it into something that other people can listen to or read or see. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like, it's a part of you that you're giving away to other people. Yeah. And it's yeah. a lot of creative work can be very personal. So it can be like really scary to put it out there, I guess. Yeah. I've, I've sort of heard um before that you most, um. this probably isn't always true, but a lot of your greatest work, it's sometimes some of your most vulnerable work where it's mm. like really carrying the essence of yeah. where you're at and who you are. Because like if surely there's one person out there in the world that's been through a similar experience to you that would resonate with, the story that you're trying to convey through whatever creative aspect you're doing. Yeah. yeah. You could look at like a painting, like I love Vincent van Gogh and just like looking at paintings even can like resonate a chord. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like a story that you listen to just seeing something beautiful. Creativity is beauty (laughs) and freedom. Um, That's cool. So, Thank you for coming on the podcast and having a chat about some of the stuff you're doing. I am really excited as a friend that you have got your first song on Spotify. It ha- it has over a thousand plays now. That's crazy. That's It's been yeah. three weeks and I haven't done like any promo for it at all. That's really impressive. So, That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm blown away that my like 200 and... 30-something monthly listeners decided they wanted to listen to my song four times. And <laughs> you times it by... See, it makes sense. Like, 200 times... 250 times, like, four is... A thousand, yeah. 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 So, there you go. Well, That's I'm sure you'll get many more streams. We'll see. One of the quotes that I just want to finish on um, is by Morgan Harper Nichols. I love that. 
And in this quote, she's talking about writing, but you can replace writing or think of writing as anything that we create. Um, and she says, writing is a chance to speak to those who don't feel spoken to and put into words what the readers thought they were alone in thinking about. Damn. I just think that's a really good um, quote to end on. I really like it. And it just makes me think that, you know, we all have, we have a lot of shared experiences as people, but there's a lot of experiences sometimes that we think we're alone in. And um, being able to create something that shows someone that, hey, you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> I've experienced this yeah, too. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we leave? Well, I think you can't always... I feel like a lot of people struggle to express how they're feeling and put what they're going through into words. But just hearing someone else's song from a similar experience can really just resonate with someone so much. Even if it's the writer... Like, the beauty about songwriting is people have their own interpretation of everything. Yeah. So, something that I write... That there's so many different metaphors that people can draw from it. And in that way, it can touch so many different people. Yeah, that's cool. That's amazing. Well, thank you for having me, brother. Thank you for Ready? coming on. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> um, and I'm sure you'll be on here again sometime. Yeah, it took you long enough to invite <laughs> me. Maybe 10 years um, wait next time. Down the track, yeah. No. Hopefully by then I'll be able to live off of what I'm doing right now. That'd be cool. All right. We will see you next time. Peace out. Peace, love and happiness. Be with you and your family and their families. I hope that this podcast blessed you 10 times you thought it would. And I just hope blessings will be on your life because you are a king and a queen and you are going to get your dreams.